Are you totally different when it comes to sex and copulation? Have you judged yourself out of receiving pleasure? Have you judged yourself into receiving pleasure in certain ways and excluded other ways? Would you like to know more about what else is possible with bodies? Would you like to create confidence in the bedroom and beyond? How has your sex life or lack of it affected other areas of your life? Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of The Pleasure Zone, pleasure diva and body whisperer, Milica Yelenich. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Yelenich, and tonight... We are going to be talking about those things, you know, all those careers that you always knew you wanted and uh, never heard about, right? So tonight it's like I was, uh, you know, I remember forever watching documentaries on sex. I'm sure my husband is like, again, we've got to watch more documentaries on sex. What the hell? Um, although I watched these without him because I don't like I want to have to torture him into sex documentaries. And... <laughs> Um, and I had heard about um, this topic, sexual surrogacy, before, but I hadn't heard about it to the extent that it's available uh, on the planet. And that just got me really happy. Like, I was so happy for the availability of it. And then I was like, wow, where do I go for training? What could I choose so I could be that? And for those of you listening and you're like, what, um, is this a show about prostitution? What is this? Is this some kind of crazy woman talking about, uh, you know, sex? Is this going to be like one of those like sex calls where I call in and I masturbate? If you want to masturbate during my show, feel free to masturbate. I'm cool with that. I will be talking things sexy and sex-related. And um, this particular topic um, has to do with uh like educating people around sex. So it's kind of a surprising topic and I'm I'm really um excited that it exists on the planet. Why am I excited? Well, cuz I'm crazy for bodies. I'm not just crazy for bodies in the sense that I find bodies uh, sexy and interesting. It's I find bodies intriguing. I find the way they move intriguing. I find uh what comes out of them and goes into them. I find anomalies and internally and externally fascinating when people have you know skin disorders i'm fascinated like what is that and they'll play like the game is that a fungus or is that a bacteria or is that a virus i'm fascinated or is that an endocrine breakdown whatever it is it's fascinating i could be on some kind of crazy show uh you know probably if they had like what disease is this i'd probably be like right in there going Oh my God, that's a Navis. Oh my God, I win. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, that's the kind of fun I have. I don't know about you guys, but I'm into a different kind of fun. But I love bodies. And I'm not kidding when I say that. It's not just about playing with them. It's really about everything. Um, you know, we come into this embodiment and we we have these phenomenal meat suits we walk around with that do crazy things. Um and they can have pleasure, too. They're not just like just a hunk of meat. They actually have sensations. They actually have responses to things, and they actually have experiences. And while this actually, this show has more to do with the people who maybe uh, don't have experience, don't have access to experience, um, have chosen to go a different route with experience, it's still that the, the bodies have that available to them. It's a matter of what you're choosing. So... 
what is sexual surrogacy? Well, one of the shows, one of the documentaries I was watching on Netflix, um, there are a few on Netflix about this particular topic. And one of them, I think the woman described it the best, I think, was when she said um, the people compare her to prostitutes all the time. And she said, well, that's interesting, but prostitutes will give you pleasure for a night. You'll go in, you'll have your pleasure for a night um, or a few times or whatever, but they are not specifically there to assist you or educate you to to facilitate you to know how to um, gift pleasure to your own body, to gift pleasure to other bodies. Um, and also not, you know, the prostitute is not there to facilitate you with learning tools of how to create a more intimate, sexual, sensual relationship. And sexual surrogates are like having that sex partner that you always wanted, but maybe you never found a way to actually have them show up in your life with ease. So, you know, what do they do, right? It's like, what do these people do? Um, and I don't just say women. They're not just women who are in these roles. There are a handful of men in the U.S. that are trained to be sexual surrogates, which is different than being a prostitute. Lots of male prostitutes, very few um sexual surrogates. Uh, maybe after this show, it'll increase. And maybe after uh, the Netflix series, it'll increase as well. Again, it, and it's also different than, um, so there are different uh, organizations that have classes where you would like strip down and get naked. That's not uh, like in the middle of therapy. That's not sexual surrogacy. That's just um, in their belief, something to do with uh, becoming more vulnerable with yourself and everyone else. And for them, they believe that you require nudity. And I can't remember the name of the organization, but they're based somewhere out of California and they have like retreats and stuff. Um, they used to have a, a thing on Netflix about them too. So not it's not that. This is actual therapy. So um, in all the documentaries that I saw on this topic, there was always a main therapist that was actually somebody there just to talk to um, and then there were the practitioners of um, sexual surrogacy, and they are, you know, they're there in different capacities. So um, the one series that I was watching had sexual surrogates. There was a male sexual surrogate and a female sexual surrogate uh, working with the opposite sex. And they also do work with same sex as well. So this is not like an exclusion thing. They will work with either sex. Um, you know, if even if you're a virgin and you're aware that possibly you're in a woman's body and you prefer women, they are available for that as well. So how do you find them? Literally Google search sexual surrogates. Because I thought about that last night. I'm like, hey, are there any in Canada? In fact, there are. Um, I looked them up and... And there's a lot of confusion around it, too, because sometimes what's going on is there's some boundaries being crossed, you know, between therapist and um, client-patient relationship. And so, you know, I would highly recommend if you're somebody looking into this to look into the ones and check out and ask a lot of questions like, you know, will this person be a contribution to my life? Will this person be kind? Will this be ease? Will this be fun? Um I highly recommend that you wait. Um, you, you wait till you're about 21. I just say that because, you know, 
chances are you might actually find somebody to have sex with, but also because for a lot of times prior to, you know, around age 20, 21, there are actual physical things going on in your body that kind of take over hormonally that can spur you to just choose, um, you know, to say engage with um, maybe a sexual surrogate, but you're you know, you might regret it later. So I highly recommend being more mature before choosing it. And they're, they are there for, let's say, the more mature audience. Um, I was kind of surprised what their target in general is, is to assist people to be able to have more of a sense of their own sexuality is what they say. And sexuality is a judgment, but what I really get from it is to be able to be sexually expressive, to express their sexual energy um, and to have a sense of confidence uh, about them, about knowing who they are and what they're capable of. So what do these sexual educators do? Because truly what they are are sexual educators. They, they, you know, they begin really, you know, very simply. They will start people off, you know, after discussions with actual therapists, uh, different maybe possible cognitive therapists. Depends on what the situation is. You'll have different therapies involved. Um, you know, if there's been abuse, there may be um, somebody who specializes in abuse to assist you to get through it so that when you do choose to be with the um person who is the surrogate that you can have more ease with it um and also that you know some of your issues are maybe out of the way although the surrogates are trained um to some capacity from what i understood most surrogates have about 12 weeks of training and they work uh with people as well on the emotional level when they come in for sessions because you're not always going to have somebody as uh, as a sexual surrogate. You're not going to have some, somebody always who's attracted to you. So if you haven't dealt with your own stuff, you know, you could be really throwing yourself into a pile of muck because you feel, you know, uh, rejected by the person you're supposed to be working on. I think it takes a really um, incredible person to be able to be in the position of sexual surrogate and be space. Um, that is really kind to your body and to the other person's body with no judgment. So I find um, just the whole concept intrigued me. You know, it was definitely the career I might have chosen had I known it existed. Um, and maybe I still will choose it. It's hard to say, um, playing with that concept, because it really it's really such an invitation to me that this is a possibility um, for people, you know, and sometimes it can be so, so simple. It can be such a simple thing that these surrogates will be able to provide people with possibly their very first touch. Um, and it doesn't mean that they're masturbating the people. This could be the very first touch of like having their shoulder touched by somebody else. And maybe they've never had that. And that can evoke a lot of emotion as well. You know, if you've um, never really dated in your life and most of your experiences um, are more like acquaintances or, or they're sort of more like on the friend level or family level and you haven't had um, a sort of intimacy physically with anyone. Um, and I find that I'm kind of physically intimate with everybody I know, you know, um, hug pretty much everybody if they're willing to receive it or grab bums if they're willing to receive it. And, you know, there 
there I don't have qualms about sleeping in the same bed with my friends. Like there's uh I don't have this like issues with that, but I do know that there are people out there that may be in their life and one of these documentaries was showing a young man who was twenty six who had never actually even sat on a bed with a woman. Um, other than he could remember his mom sat on a bed with him when he was a child, but other than that he had never sat on a bed with a woman. That for him was an incredible step. And um, so you get that a lot of people, you know, as much as I'm doing this show every week and to me sex is so normal, it's like breathing and copulation is just so secondary. I've been having these phenomenal conversations with my daughter about uh, sex and bodies and she's nine and she's very curious and, you know, I'd rather her ask me the questions than have her go out in the world and, you know, um, you know, get confused or scared or whatever. So between watching embarrassing bodies and sexual surrogates, my daughter's had quite the education this week. Um, and she was curious. She's like, why would a person choose that job? I said, how about if we watch to the end of this and then we'll see why would a person actually choose this job? Um, and she got at the end, she's like, wow, that person is so happy. Look how different their faces. Look how happy they are and they're smiling and look how happy she is. And she's like, oh, I get it. I'm like, well, would you choose it? She's like, no, but I get why she chooses it. I'm like, right, right? Isn't that beautiful? Like, so, like, I love that my kid can see that and then not, you know, and and be with it and then not judge it and kind of get something out of it and um, and to know that you can literally choose anything um, and contribute to the planet and people's lives and their bodies to have more ease and joy. And in different ways, there's so many ways, you know, whether you're a healer, whether you're a prostitute, whether you're both, or whether you're a chef, like so many ways to, you could be a designer designing clothes. There are so many ways we can contribute to bodies on this planet. And so many ways we forget that we're doing that, you know. So acknowledge that, you know, if you're a photographer and you take pictures of beautiful bodies and you enjoy them and you admire them and then you're like, wow, that's beauty. That's a contribution to those bodies. It's a contribution to you. Um, there's so many ways uh, that that we can be contributions to bodies um, feeling like they are acknowledged and appreciated, and you know that that turns bodies on. It's so exciting. So, yeah, if sexual surrogacy is something that is like so, I mean, it was I'd heard about it, but this is a pretty new topic, even on my plate. So. I'm really excited to talk more about this. And if you're excited to hear more about it, I'd love to have you come back as we chat more about sexual surrogacy. What is it? What can we do with it? And how much fun can it truly be when we come back from this commercial break? Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow your to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melissa every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. 
long have you been waiting to uncloak your magic? To allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible. Live Your Magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind, ignite your body, and activate the magic that is you. If you are ready to radically tap into your desires, generate more aliveness in your body and your life, then join us at a Live Your Magic event somewhere in the world. Go to MeganSolito.com and click on events to learn more today. That's M-E-G-A-N-S-I-L-L-I-T-O. This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MelissaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Melita Yelenich, And I don't know if you pay attention to the ads or not, but you might have noticed there was a little ad that got popped in there by, uh, it's called Live Your Magic. And I'm actually hosting, co-hosting, um, Megan Salido in Toronto, probably actually Oakville, but um, the GTA, uh, which is the greater Toronto area in Ontario, Canada, uh, and that's going to be in October this year. So I'm, uh, that's October of 2017, in case you're listening to this, like, years in the future. It's 2020. When is this class? Maybe it's coming back. We don't know. It's called Live Your Magic. I've actually not attended this class, but I'm so excited for it. Um, and my daughter has been making magic wands for this class, and she's, like, wanting to take the days off school so she can go uh, to Live Your Magic. Is When I said the name to her, she's like, can I go? I'm like... Yeah, I'm like, I love it when she rarely asks to attend these things. So when she does, I'm all for it, and I invite her to uh, to come and play. So it's pretty fun. So it's it's pretty cool to me that um, this whole sexual surrogacy thing is available. And it's very fun to me, too, that, you know, People have this for them to be able to choose it and that they're willing to choose it. That's the most incredible thing to me is watching these, um, you know, these these different documentaries on Netflix and people are, you know, it's their first experience and they're willing to be filmed, for one, uh, in full, you know, full nudity, full frontal nudity. And these are people who have never in their life uh, taking their clothes off in front of another person. And mind you, this is like the documentaries um, took place over four, like a four-month period of uh, following these people. And for the one guy in particular, um, it's called uh, Virgin School, I think, like something like that. Anyway, and he he was uh, followed around. He's from England and he went to Holland uh, to Amsterdam actually for his experience. And his it was very um amazing to me that he went from a guy who was like shy pretty much to even show off his elbows to near the end on the fourth month to like lying on the bed um being masturbated to orgasm and they're like filming his face and his feet they're not filming his penis however we did get a look at that a few times as well um 
and the vulnerability that's you know that he's willing to to be that vulnerable and for him it was really about letting other people know they're not alone and then this kid like they can choose something that can assist them and so he was willing to go through that so that other people uh would know and and also for him he had a lot of uh like a bit of a tortured emotionally tortured uh childhood and and uh, adolescence that really turned him off of women he felt that they were unkind and quite cruel and you know quite frankly i think women especially teen girls can be really freaking rude um and vice versa uh, although you know girls tend to even backstab each other more than anything so what uh um, and they will be unkind to boys too. It's so true, and I'm sure boys are unkind too. But I can only speak from the girl side, and it's not pretty. I sat through it. I watched it, and I, I didn't participate in it because I didn't understand it. It really upset me actually when people would do that. Um, so, so sexual surrogacy. Um, yes, I'm so curious about what makes um, sexual surrogacy legal in some parts of the world. And um, illegal would be, you know, prostitution would be illegal, but sexual therapy can be legal. So, for example, Vancouver, in Vancouver, uh, Canada, I remember about a year ago I was watching a video. Um, it was about a young man who, you know, has been in a wheelchair most of his life. He has a radio show out of Vancouver. And he found a service that is, uh, they call themselves intimacy um, surrogacy, I think. And essentially, it is sexual surrogacy. And their business is geared towards um, people who have physical disabilities. So they offer their service uh, to... And, and their service is less uh, psychologically oriented. This is really for people in wheelchairs who are choosing to not go the route of prostitution. Um, the fellow that was on the ad for it was saying that that it can often be unkind that if you were to say uh, ring up a prostitute that they will sometimes when they show up and they see a person in a wheelchair will be really unkind about it so he was choosing somebody who is professional professionally trained professionally uh, trained to actually move his body out of a wheelchair and onto a bed as well so they weren't hurting him um, and for him, the whole experience is very different. Like his body reacts different. So he he could just be, say, for example, caressed. And that is just like a world of gift to him. So sexual surrogacy doesn't always include copulation. And it's not, you know, even though a lot of people who may be choosing this um, kind of service are... You know, some of them are virgins, some of them are people, most, the majority are virgins, and then a lot of people who are choosing it are also people who maybe their partner died or uh, something's gone on in their life where maybe they're not feeling confident in the bedroom. Maybe they've had a lot of partners walk away from them and they just don't feel good about, um, you know, their abilities. So sexual surrogates are educators and they will show you um, how to, you know, what parts to touch in order to turn on a body, male or female. Like, they have books and diagrams and they're willing to share. And a lot of the experience is all about the learning about your body. So many people, 
so many people and I was watching embarrassing bodies as well this week, just like it's been like a body bonanza. And I was watching embarrassing bodies and they were talking about vaginas on this particular episode. And they didn't really mean vaginas. They actually meant vulvas. And when they walked around asking women if they knew where their vulvas were, they had no idea what a vulva was. These are mature women in their forties. And if you're listening and you don't know what your vulva is, um, I encourage you, A, look it up um, so you can see it, and then look at yours. So your vulva is your everything that is basically from your pubic bone all the way to where your anus starts. That's your vulva. Um, it is all like your perineum to the top of your pubic bone. It includes your labia majora, menorah, and uh, it's your lady package and all of it, internal, external. And... So a lot of women are not even aware of that. They are not aware of what theirs looks like. Um, so if you're if you happen to be a woman and you you are you know feeling like your sex life is just not up to par, and if you happen to be a woman who has never masturbated, which also blows my mind because I've been masturbating since I can even remember. Probably one of my first memories of being alive is masturbating, and um, I was like three or four or something little. And um, I remember it because I was forever getting caught doing it. Anyway, that's another story. <laughs> and just couldn't keep my hands off myself, you know. I just felt so good. So so um, for those of you who have never actually touched yourself, I encourage you to know your body. You know, even if you're choosing to go to a sexual surrogate, they will encourage you to know your body as well. Uh, one of the women on one of the programs, she had never masturbated in her life. And actually, I think she had never looked at uh, her lady package either, as my friend Keisha calls it, your lady package. And so she'd never even looked at it with a mirror or tried to like do some yoga moves to look at it. Um, you know, there are a few reasons that make knowing your body a um, pretty smart idea. For one, if you know what your body feels like, if you know what your labia feel like and you've you know moved them around, touched them, felt their consistency, if you've done that with your breasts, your body, your legs, your bum, your back, your neck, behind your ears, all these places, you know, up and along your neck, um, your face. If you're familiar with your body, if there happens to be something that shows up like a lump that may be precancerous or maybe something else like a cyst, if you're familiar with your body, you'll know that that's not normally there. But if you've never touched your body in your whole life, how are you going to know if something's going on? You know, your intuition might kick in and you might, you know, push that away too. So touch your body. It's your body. Gosh, how lucky are you to have a you know sexy thing walking around with you all the time? Touch it, enjoy it, be with it, know it. Because even before you choose to know it with somebody else, whether it's an educated um, sexual surrogate or a lover um, that you enjoy or uh, whatever it happens to be, know your body first. Highly, highly recommend knowing your body first. And it was really um, an eye-opener for me how many people don't know their bodies. Um, I wish I had some videos I'd, you know, like, get you guys to get familiar with your bodies. 
Maybe I'll do a Zoom. This is your vulva. I have, I'm sure I'd have friends joining the This is your vulva video. Um, so people would stop calling it their vagina for the love of Jeebus. And so that, so that we can become aware of our bodies and become aware of what our, you know, what are, what is, uh, like normal. I don't there's not another word I can use for that, but what works for our bodies, like how do our bodies feel so that we know them. And so becoming familiar with them, then you might find taking that next step to be with somebody else, sexual surrogate or other, uh will be so much more fun and easy and maybe less scary. So a lot of the therapy that was that is um that goes along with the sexual surrogacy because there's a lot of talk stuff that goes on as well is really getting people over their fears and getting people over um their all of their attitudes about what's going to happen or their past right and I'm a big fan of like going to to be able to be in a place that's safe so uh I think you know, I'm just like, wow, I could have so much to offer this whole sexual surrogacy that's a different space, even. In a, and I admire the work they're doing, absolutely, and I wonder what else is possible. Where could I take that work? I really, really am curious about that. Um, and in so many other ways. I mean, I just because I do enjoy bodies, I think, um, even adding things to it, like um, some of the movement work and whatever, Anyway, I'm just on a tangent because I'm so excited that this is uh, available. And and I did know about it. I just didn't know the extent of it. And and it's not just for people who are in wheelchairs, which is, you know, when I saw that service originally um, advertised that it was in Vancouver, I was just like, wow, I'm so glad they have a service for people so that they feel safe when they're, you know, um, ordering up a Playmate and they're not going to be harassed or they're not going to be, you know, um, people aren't going to steal from them or whatever. So they know these are really like legit people who are going in to assist the bodies. It's so cool. So when we come back, we're going to talk more about sexual surrogacy, the possibilities of what, um, you know, how to know more about your body with another person there. So how's it get any better than that? Talk more about that when we come back from this commercial break. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow your to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melissa every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, 
Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions, or any question too large? What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, beingyouclass.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MelissaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Jelanić, and today's topic is sexual surrogacy. So for some of you listening, this might really be intriguing to you, and you're maybe going, well, wonder how much that costs. Well, every place is different, and you know their, the way of operating is different for all of them, and their timeline that they require you to be in the program is all different for everyone as well. So feel free to like do some investigation and look it up, and um, ask a lot of questions about whether that um, particular person or um, will be the one that's going to facilitate you to what you're looking for or to what you didn't even know you were looking for. So um, as I was watching the shows, I, I was like so inspired because, you know, what a great, what a great service. And, one of the greatest things to me is that, you know, the simplicity of it. It's like so much of it starts with really, you know, they do start with them starting to get to know their own body and to start to know what feels nice on their own body. And I was telling my mom about it and I said, Mom, isn't that just like we had created a class about 10 or some 12 years ago or something called The Art of Touch? Um, and it was inspired because my mom had a whole bunch of men come to her for sessions who were saying that they wished that their wives could touch them the way my mom touched them. Um, that my mom had a gentle touch and their wives were really harsh and could my mom just teach them how to be kind to them. So my mom created a class and I believe I was, I do believe I co-facilitated one with her uh, or it was part of it or something. And it was very simple and it was just really getting to the place where touch was enjoyable again uh, for the partner. So um, I said, mom, look at that. We've actually been doing sexual surrogacy work and didn't even know it. She kind of laughed at me and she was like, yeah, there is like a lot of unkindness with bodies and a lot of unkind touch that goes on. And I, and that's like a lot of the worry that um, was being presented by the people in these documentaries. The men in particular were worried that they were going to hurt the women. So, you know, they were worried that it would be too rough or too not fun. Or um, Mostly they were worried about hurting them physically because one of the fellows had never even seen, uh, you know, a woman's, you know, beautiful parts before. He'd never seen breasts live. He'd never seen seen a vulva at all and he'd never certainly spread the lips um the labia you know 
and looked inside. He'd never explored any of the vulva before. So this was like totally new terrain for him. And he he was almost taken aback by it. You could see him kind of like curious and mortified at the same time. And and I suppose I suppose if you've never seen one before it might be alarming, I guess. I don't I don't know that I was alarmed the first time I saw a penis, so I do remember when it was, but I suppose that, you know, if for years and years and years of your life, you know, maybe in your late 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s even, and you've never um, really had that kind of experience with anybody, maybe a little mind-blowing just even looking at it. Um, So, and the varieties that are available. So, you know, getting familiar, you know, getting familiar with the simple things like touch and hand holding is uh, where they start. And I thought that was cool because that's exactly what my mom and I were creating with people so that they could get back on track to actually have relationships that were nurturing to them, that they enjoyed, they enjoyed touch and they enjoyed a physical intimacy with each other again. And I thought that was really fun. It was more of a group environment. And then I, you know, as I've been exploring these kind of concepts and things with my mom uh, in, you know, developing the body work that we are going to be presenting uh, to the world very soon that is like a culmination of all the beautiful things that we've ever utilized with bodies. Um, It's so exciting to me that this is, this is um, going to be part of it. I know that um, just so that people, because body work involves touch. And if he, if you are a person who is afraid to touch, yet you desire touching, you know, being facilitated in order to receive that um, and to wake up to your capacities and then be able to gift that to others and to receive from that yourself. It's just so freaking thrilling, and and I'm so so thrilled that you know you know something as simple as a hand touch can change somebody's world. So you know it's those simple things that we you know if you've been in a relationship or if you've had physical intimacy that we take for granted. We we take these things for granted because it's like it's in our everyday life. But then you watch. And you see that some people have never had this experience and for them even like the hand touch from somebody that is of uh the gender that they're attracted to touches them and it's like it, it's like lightning bolts going through their body and it's so exciting. It's to me it's like being like that teenager again and you know, the first time you get your first kiss. I think I was in grade eight when I had a kiss, but it wasn't like a French kiss. And and People were like standing around watching and they were so fucking rude. And the boy was just so like lovely and kind and sweet. And anyway, he was lovely. And, um, and, uh, it was really other people's taunting me, um, about him. And, and I was moving actually completely to a new city that uh, it was those two things that I was like, I've got to break up with them because they were just teasing the shit out of both of us all the time. It was just becoming un- unkind. And, you know, people have these experiences and those experiences taint them for life. They, they're they scarring for life. For some people, those are maybe the last experiences they have. And that to me 
is heartbreaking. It's so sad that you would walk away from something that would be um, stimulating, enjoyable, uh, exhilarating for your body. You'd walk away from it because other people have taunted you. So anywhere that you've been teased or taunted or made fun of for you know what you felt when you were like having a beautiful experience like anywhere that you've been turned off of the beautiful experiences because of somebody else's point of view will you destroy and uncreate all that crap that comes up on that right wrong get bad pop pot all that shorts boys with beyond yeah like that never happens right <laughs> yeah so let's do that one again so all the places and spaces where you have aligned and agreed or resisted and reacted to anybody's point of view about something that turned you on, lit you up, and got you so exhilarated for life and living, and then you bought their point of view and destroyed you in favor of their point of view, will you now destroy and uncreate all that times a godzillion? Right, wrong, you bad pot, pot all night in shorts, boys, and beyond. That's one of the... It's so freaking unkind, basically obliterating people, throwing a bomb in their universe uh, when they're when they're having a, like a joy moment um, is so unkind. It's that's what it is. Um, so yes, if you want to be the unkindness of being like a downer like that, cool. If somebody has an energy and they're like, oh my god, this is so like lovely and wonderful, whether it's a relationship or whatever it is. Um, and you just be space for them. You don't have to agree with them and you don't have to like disagree with them. If you just be space with them and allow them to have their own awareness about it, like, oh yeah, that is great. And then they might go, oh yeah, that's great. And what else is possible? And they might go, oh, uh, yeah, maybe, oh yeah, maybe that isn't so great, but I thought it was, but they'll have their own awareness on it. Right. So, so play with that. If, you know, if you were in a relationship, and, you know, those teenage relationships and you were, you know, so humiliated by maybe, you know, guys maybe having um, your partner laughing at the size of your penis or girls having, you know, your partner laugh at the size of your breasts or the length of your labia or the size of your bum hole or whatever it is. I don't know. I've been laughed at for the size of my breasts and for the length of my labia and the size of my eyes. So whatever. Um my eyes are big, my labia are big, and my boobs are not. So there you go. How's it get any better than that? And for for the people who have been laughed at for that, um, I just just know there is somebody on the planet that will freaking love your body. Just know that there's more than one. And trust me, there's there's more than one person that will highly enjoy your body. And so. Anytime you hear that point of view come up, like, oh, my body's not this or not that, I'll do a little sexual surrogacy with you right now just to get you out of that point of view, facilitate you to be able to have more ease. Um, and maybe a lot of what I do already is that. I just don't get to play with all of you guys naked later. So, um, yeah, just destroy and uncreate any any of those points of views that you're buying that, you know, you're not sexy enough, you're not good enough, you're not interesting enough, you're not skilled enough um, to be a fantastically amazing, um, you know, gracious, grateful, kind lover. So if if you have any of those points of views that you cannot be that, destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. 
so wow yeah there's a lot of like um just perceiving a lot of energy of like sort of like i would call it sadness so anywhere that you guys are going to like feeling sorry for people or feeling sorry for yourselves or regretting things from your past that you've done if you've been the jerk or if you know people have been the jerk to you um you know guilt and shame and blame and all that junk so just look at it and go that's interesting so is any of it real or true um chances are it's not chances are there's just been a whole lot of energy just like you know impacting you for a really long time that you started to think was real and true so just notice it and as you notice it um it'll get more and more acknowledging it can actually just change it so just acknowledging oh that's not true oh cool and you can literally change it by acknowledging that now if you keep on going back to it to recreate it and make it real you you will because you're awesome um oh yeah i'm maybe not good enough or i'm not this enough yeah if you keep choosing that that's exactly what you'll create but if you start to acknowledge where you're awesome you will create that so because that is true that's the truth that is who you be so um that was a little something something for peeps who have maybe been made fun of because that seems to be a lot of the crew who get turned on to sexual surrogacy. Now, I'm not trying to, like, eliminate sexual surrogacy on the planet. I'm actually, like, super intrigued by it. Um, and uh, just, like, yeah, choose it from a place where it would be fun for you rather than from a place of feeling like a like a loser. All right, so... That's what I got to say about that. We can head off to break now. When we come back, we're going to wrap up this episode of Sexual Surrogacy here on The Pleasure Zone. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow your to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melissa every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How long have you been waiting to uncloak your magic? To allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible. Live Your Magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind, ignite your body and activate the magic that is you. If you are ready to radically tap into your desires, generate more aliveness in your body and your life, then join us at a Live Your Magic event somewhere in the world. Go to megansolito.com and click on events to learn more today. That's M-E-G-A-N-S-I-L-L-I-T-O. This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MelissaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. 
Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Melitza Yelenich, and tonight our topic has been sexual surrogacy. What the heck is that? You've heard of surrogates before, right? Those women who carry your babies for you. Well, this is kind of like the women and men who carry your virginity for you, I guess. That's how we can call it. <laughs> but they, you carry somebody's virginity? I don't know. So one of the things that uh, that the sexual surrogates do do, <laughs> they don't poop on you, but they, they don't do-do. That's why I wanted to put a pause in there. What they do do is they will educate you on your body. They will educate you on what's pleasurable for the opposite sex. I mean, they'll give you some basics, right? Because everybody's individual. They definitely are there to boost your confidence, to allow you to feel way more confident in the bedroom and beyond. And it's funny because that's what, at the beginning of my show, I actually say. It's like, to be confident in the bedroom and beyond. And I'm like, huh, that's interesting because that's what so many of the people are saying that the sexual surrogates have, have gifted to them. So I'm wondering how much I've already been that and been doing that um, and just and now now I'm just like not doing it's just so curious to me that as this show's going on I realize how much I already am that and <laughs> so I'm kind of cracking up at myself guys because you know what else is possible I could be a sexual surrogate like now um, and and I am curious actually what is created uh, what is required sorry not as what what is created, but what's required to be a legal um, sexual surrogate. And what I love about it is that it doesn't require you to sleep with everyone. It literally is like being an educator in a totally different way. Um, I don't know if any of you have ever watched Monty Python in your life, but if you have and if you've watched the Monty Python's Meaning of Life, there's the scene in The Meaning of Life where the boys are in school and they're going to be given a lesson on sex and the teacher, I think it's Cleese and some woman, um, get into a bed and, you know, the bed is like, you know, comes out of the wall of the classroom and they're in front of the whole class of boys um, and he's like describing like what he's doing to her um, and, and they're having sex in front of the class. And honestly, for me, in my life, that has been one of my greatest stimulating fantasies that I've ever had is to 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 actually facilitate and teach people sex live and in front of them. And I say it's a fantasy because it's what I actually use as a stimulant to get me turned on in my mind so that I can have orgasm. Uh, when I'm by myself, right? So when I'm masturbating, that's one of my favorite fantasies is being like a sex educator in front of people um, and to to be able to teach bodies how to be turned on. So um, I think my body has been aware of this career for pretty much my whole life. Um, Just my cognitive brain didn't know what it was called or what we called it in this reality. Um, but what I did know was what really excites me is uh, is that. And it's not a live sex show. It was truly like an education. And it's funny because the image of that Monty Python thing, as much as it was so freaking weird, and at the same time it was like, yeah, I wish I learned sex that way. I, I wish that I was like had, you know, two people um, explaining things in front of me live, doing it and giving me the lowdown. I think that would have been fantastic. 
So I totally get the value of sexual surrogates. Um, and even though I have lots of experience, lot, lots, I don't, I'm not like an expert. Or maybe I am an expert. I don't know. I, I haven't like, I haven't slept with a thousand men, so I don't know what qualifies to be an expert. Um, and I haven't slept with a thousand women either. Or I haven't slept with a thousand hermaphrodites. So there you go. Um, and so I, I don't know that if I qualify to be an expert per se, but um, what I'm aware of is that um, I feel like I could even learn from them. So I'm curious about that. And I'm curious about like, even if you're, you know, even if you're not a virgin, um, is that something that would interest you? Would it be fun to go to a sexual surrogate and maybe they have something to to teach you that you had no idea about in um, I don't know. The whole thing's curious to me. So I'm definitely going to explore more information about this. Um, possibly, you know, if I feel like rocking it to the planet and just, uh, you know, you know, big secret, by the way, my husband has no idea I'm talking about this tonight. So if he ever does listen to this show, he'll be like, what the what? You're going to do what? Might require a conversation with him first, possibly. I don't know. Possibly. We'll see. Um, so yeah, it's it's really something that intrigues me and you know, what gift can can we all be to be able to be kind to the bodies and you know, virgins get pretty bad slack for being virgins especially after the age of, you know, the average losing your virginity of 18. Um pretty much if you're still a virgin after that, people are not very kind about it. Although my big thing is is like if you're still a virgin at 36 and you're a pretty good looking woman like a cousin of mine is or was i think you should just get some serious cash for that virginity sell it somewhere in dubai or something sell your virginity for cash that's what i would do um but i suppose it would take a little confidence which may not be there if you are um you know judging yourself if you're an older virgin so please don't judge yourself um my older virgin friends out there Please don't judge yourself. Know that there is something else available, whether you're a male or a female, and that you can choose it and you can actually have fun with it and learn more about your body. Learn more. And if you feel like talking to me about it, just, you know, give me a shout. Um, if you just need to talk about it and say what's going on for you, love to hear about it. And I want to thank all you guys for being so brilliant. Thank you for choosing to listen to The Pleasure Zone. Melissa Yelenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.